Hi there, and welcome to episode 14 of the Smart English Coach podcast. The podcast that helps you to get to advanced English level fast with strategies, mindset and shortcuts for fluent and confident English speaking. In this episode, how can you get confident with phrasal verbs? In the last episode, we looked at how phrasal verbs can elevate your English. As a brief summary, phrasal verbs are really common in English, not just in spoken English, but also in written English. They can add lots of interest and meaning to what you say. They also get tested a lot, which is especially important if you're doing one of the Cambridge exams. And in my opinion, they can divide good speakers of English from great speakers of English. But what people often find difficult is knowing how to use them in English. So in the last episode, I shared a few tips. And these tips are based around my PVC method, where P stands for the particle. If you can understand the particle in the phrasal verb, then you can often understand the meaning. The V stands for verb. Understanding the verb can also work well with more unusual phrasal verbs. So I gave you some examples like to splash out. So when you splash out, you spend money as if it's water. And C stands for the context. So I mentioned that some phrasal verbs have lots of different meaning. So for example, take in can mean to deceive a person to make them believe something which isn't true. It can also mean to absorb information to understand. And it can also mean to accept somebody into your house. So the clue to understanding the phrasal verb take in depends on the context. But there are other ways to feel more confident with phrasal verbs. A lot of these are to do with the grammar so you need to know when you can add an object and when you can't. Some phrasal verbs don't have an object. For example, stand up, sit down, come in, go on. These phrasal verbs stand on their own. But some other phrasal verbs need an object. For example, to look into, look into something. To live up to, to live up to something. You must have an object after these phrasal verbs. You can't just leave them. Another way to feel more confident is to know when you can separate phrasal verbs. And by this, I mean to separate the verb from its particle. Here's an example. You can give up chocolate. That's not separated. Or you can give chocolate up. And that is separated. But you can't say look a child after. It must be look after a child. As an extra to this rule, if the object is a definite pronoun like me, him and it, then it has to separate the verb from its particle. For example, I gave it up, not I gave up it. I gave him up, not I gave up him. The second way you can feel confident is to see the patterns. This is something I recommend for grammar in general. Here's an example for you. The particle through gives you the idea of completion, of getting to the end of something. You live through a difficult experience, for example. 
So we can use through for getting to the end of lots of other things as well. If you read through a book, you get to the end. But you can also flick through a magazine, which is just to look at some of the pages quite quickly. You can wade through a business report. So wade is when you walk through deep water. So if you say to wade through a business report, it gives you a lovely image of reading really slowly because the report is long or complicated. So understanding how particles are used is a really good example of seeing the patterns in something. And you can also add elements to phrasal verbs. For example, you take up an offer, so you accept an offer. I'm going to take up their offer for homeworking. And if you can take up an offer, you can also take someone up on their offer, which means to accept someone's offer. Here's an example. Thanks for offering me the chance to work from home. I'm going to take you up on it. Take up an offer. Take someone up on their offer. And another thing about learning patterns. See how different particles can change the meaning of the verb. So, for example, if you shake up something, you agitate it, you move it up and down. A bit like putting things in a bottle and shaking. For example, he's really shaken up the company. But if you shake off something, off means to remove. For example, I can't shake off my cold. I can't get rid of it. I can't remove it. So as a quick recap, a couple of ways to be more confident with phrasal verbs. Firstly, is to understand a little bit more about the grammar. Secondly, is to see patterns in phrasal verbs. When you do this, the meaning becomes clearer. And it also gives you a little bit more flexibility so you can start using phrasal verbs as well. I'm going to share some more ideas on how you can get confident with phrasal verbs so that they become more intuitive and easy to understand. And this will be in a free workshop coming soon. Places are limited on the workshop, but you can get your invitation on this page, https dot dot slash slash smartenglishcoach dot com slash phrasal verbs and phrasal verbs is all one word the link again https dot dot slash slash smartenglishcoach dot com slash phrasal verbs I hope to see you in the workshop and I hope that you will start having some fun with phrasal verbs. In the next episode, I'm interviewing another teacher about slang. Don't miss it. <laughs>